All right, here we go. Let's learn some Torah. Today's daf is daf Samach Beis, page 62. We're a few lines down, Mitten Sugya, and we're up to Umi Islay Lerav Chista Hayu. Okay, so um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven lines on the top of the page. Of Samach Beis Amar Aleph, Umiyas Leder of Chista Hayil. The Seder. We just ended off the last step, saying that according to Rav Chista, when somebody who doesn't doesn't have a brismila, there's still a barchiyuva until he actually gets a brismila. That puts a person in the parsha of Karban Pesach, and therefore, if a person has an RL in mind at the time of the actual shechita. It's not going to mess things up because an RL technically can get themselves a brismila. That is known as the rule of Hayel. And we're going to discuss this rule of Hayel for a few lines and then we're going to get back to this on Amud Beis. But here's the Gemara's next Kasha, again, seven lines on the top of the page. According to Rav Chista, if you shecht a carbon Pesach, Lishem <clears throat> in RL, with an RL in mind, so now that we Ravchista held when you shecht a carbon, Lishem people who have a brismila and Lishem people who don't have a brismila, it's okay. Because the people who don't have a brismila, since they can get a brismila before any time prior to Pesach, Hakol they're all they're okay. And therefore they're not gonna mess up your machshava. Doesn't cause it to be uh to, to be a non kosher carbon pesach. The Gemara now is going to ask on this premise that Rav Chista holds of the rule of Hayel. And here we go. Umi Islay the Rav Chista Hayel. Does Rav Chista agree to the rule of Hayel that since something is capable, all of a sudden it's as if it's done? But we learned. We're familiar with this from a couple weeks ago. A person who bakes on Yamtif or after Yamtif. What was the discussion that we had? We know it's usher, but do you get Malchus or not? Why wouldn't you get Malchus? Let's say this outside before we read it inside. Because even though it's usher, since maybe some guests might show up before Yom Tif's over and eat it, said, Hayel, since there's a chance that it may be eaten on Yom Tif, so you don't get Malchus now. Right? That was the Svara that we said. So here we go. A person who bakes from Yomtev to weekday. Rav Chista, Malaika, Rav Chista says, you do get Malkus. Now it must be, Rav Chista holds, that just because there's a chance people come is not going to help you. Rabba Marina like. Rabba says, you don't get Malkus. Rabba Marina like. Rabba says, you don't get Malkus. Because since if guests would show up, <laughs> see, you ended up cooking for Yomtev, even though you didn't know it at the time. Because now you got to serve them food. So tune out that you're baking. It's already fit, considered fit for yomtiv. But lay lucky and there's no malchus. Rav Chist Amr Leiker. Rav Chist says you get malchus because lay amrina on hayil. Now previously in the Gemara, the Gemara is going to follow through on this machshava on what the question is. But previously, yesterday, the last step was Rav Chist holds that since the guy could get a bris milah, he's not going to ruin the whole mindset at the time of shechita, the aro, because he could technically end up getting a bris milah. Over here, of Chista seems to imply, when it comes to baking on Yom Tif, that just because people might show up, 
since people might show up, he says you still get Malkus. Why? The whole thing's a contradiction. Let's read this inside. Vishnu the Rabbah, the Rabbah like Kasha. Rabbah's not a contradiction. By the carbon Pesach. So in order for him to get a bris milah, he's got to do something. Okay? Over here, when it comes to baking on Yom Tif, the guy already baked. What mice is missing? Nothing. It's just a matter of somebody else showing up. Since there's no mechus or maisa, so Rabbah will say, kasha. But Rav Chista now is one walking contradiction. Why is he one walking contradiction? Because by the carbon Pesach, where there's no, uh, by the carbon Pesach, he says, we do say hail. And over here he says, we do not say hail. And for the Gemara, Amri, they answered, would Rav Chista not agree with the rule of hail? Lakula, that is only to create a leniency, to create a kula, which is, um, you know, if just because a guy did an iser, you're not going to say hayal to get him off the hook. Lechumra isle. But hayal does work, lechumra, and therefore, if you have in mind, to, for, a, for um, according to Rechist, if you have in mind, at the time that you shech the carbon Pesach, that um, in RL's there, the Allah is going to be, it's Taka Apostle. Rabbah will hold kosher, Rav Chista will hold Apostle. I may, in the beginning of Gemara, I may have switched around the Shittas of Rabbah and Rav Chista. Rav Chista held, to clarify, Rav Chista held by a carbon Pesach that we do, the, Rav Chista held by a carbon Pesach that is going to be Apostle. Rabbah held it was going to be kosher. Period. End of that discussion for now. Let's move on to a separate discussion, which also came up on yesterday's daf, which we quoted, we quoted a, a few inyanim, a few halachos, a few different topics, and the Gemara is going to focus in on each of these halachos right now. Let's begin with number one. Marzutra, the son of Rav Mari, says to Ravina, Katani, we learned... Since in RL, a person without a bris mila, if you shecht the carbon for him, it's puzzle. And also, if you shecht a carbon pesach for somebody who is tame, it's puzzle. Just like by tuma, we don't make partial tuma. Now, we previously understood partial tuma to mean that I shechted for two people, one was Tahar, one was Tameh. That's how we're understanding what partial Tumah means right now. Part of my machshava, at the time that I shechted, part of my thought process at the time that I shechted, it was for somebody who's Tameh. Okay. So, Af Arla, Loi Asa Mikzas Arla Kechai Arla. I should say the same thing when it comes to an Arl. Earl. When it comes to somebody who doesn't have a brismila, we should say, we don't make Partial RL like a complete RL. Now, what does it mean a partial gavre. If you're going to understand it the way that we just explained it, that you shechted your carbon pesach for a tahar and tame person, and what do these words mean? 
when we say we don't make partial tumma like the whole tumma, what does that mean? It means the iika arba bechabisha gavri tumayim. If you've got four or five people on this carbon pesach that happen to be ta, ta, uh, that happen to be tahar a uh, tumay, the arba bechabisha gavri tahirin, and four or five people who are tahar. So I got let's say ten people. Uh, part of this carbon pesach, half are tahar, half are tamei, and I shecht it for all of them. The ones who are included and happen to be tamei are not going to completely mess this up for all the tahar people. Meaning the tahar people can still partake of the carbon pesach. So gabi arlanami haloi pasli. So when it comes to an RL as well, we should say that if you shech for people who have a bris milah, and you shech for people who don't have a bris milah, also the Korban Pesach should be okay for the ones that have a bris milah. Ditanad, because you learned in the Mishnah, if you shech the Korban Pesach, five of them have a bris milah, and five people in the Chabura don't have a bris milah, it's still kosher. Now, here's the question. Why, when it came to five tohar, five tome, was there no discussion at all? It's certainly okay. And why initially, when it came to an RL, did we have a suffix? Meaning, we said... Five in a story where I shech the carbon pesach for five people who are tahar, five people who are tummy. Tahar. But what's the halacha if I shech for five people who are in RL and five people who are ice or uh, ice gemalt? They already have a bris mila. I what's the halacha there? The Gemara says, Oh, we learned to the Mishnah, same halacha as them. Why is an RL? A bigger shaila than tuma and tar. Okay, so that was a shaila to Ravina. Why is Aral a bigger chiddush that it's still a kosher carbon pesach than to, than when half the people are tar, half the people are tummy? So uh, Ella, betumas basar. So you're going to say, I'll tell you the difference between the case of the Aral and the tuma. You know the difference. You think that it's talking about. Half the people are tummy. Half the people are tar. No. You know what we're dealing with? Where the meat became tummy. Not the people. It's not the gavra that's tummy. It's the meat that's tummy. What do you mean, partial tumma? Where do you have partial tumma on meat? How's the shaykh? Yep, you have a sheep that uh, a, a dead sheretz touched. If it touches the foot, the whole sheep is tummy. So how do you have a partial tumma? So the Gemara says, If one of the limbs afterwards became tummy, the one that became tummy is burnt, and the rest of the carbon Pesach is still permitted to eat. Says the Gemara, 
what is the case that we are understanding the Brisa to be now? But Tumas Basar, so we're now coming out. We're not dealing with Tumas Gadra. We're not dealing with the the people being Tomei. Rather, we're dealing with Tumas Basar. We're dealing with the meat being Tomei. But let's say the end of the Brisa. We can learn out something that does not apply to all carbonus from, from something else that also doesn't apply to all carbonus. And don't try to disprove it from Zman Shanaik Bacholaz Vachim that also applies to all carbonos. And what type of tumma are we referring to when we make that statement? If you say that we're we're referring to where the meat became tummy, what do you mean am I in What do you mean it doesn't apply to anything? Everything, every type of carbon that becomes tummy is now possible. It must be that the that the other part of the mission is referring to the person himself being tummy. And how is it possible when you have somebody who's tummy to only have a to have halacha specific to some carbonis and not others? The case is. The ilu becholas vachim arel v'tamei mishalchin karbonesayim by all other karbonis and arel, a person without a bris and a tamei person are permitted to send their karbonis to the base of mikdash. A non-Jew is allowed to send a, a karbon to the base of mikdash through a Jew, making him a shliach. Right on on uh, sukkis, we brought uh, paras, we brought uh, bulls for the seventy umais. You don't need to have a bris for a carbon to be brought on your behalf. However, ve'ilu be'pesach, the carbon pesach is different. The carbon pesach is unique. Arel ve'tame in that an arel, a person without a bris and a person who's tame ain mishalchem b'schayim. You can't you can't send your carbon pesach through a shliach. You're not allowed to be part of this at all. Reisha betomas basar ve'seifa betomas gavris. You're going to tell me there's two halves of the Mishnah dealing with toma. And one's dealing when the person becomes Tomei. And the Seifa's dealing with the animal becoming Tomei. Omar Lay, Sravina answers him in. Yes, that's Taka, what's going on here. Shame Tuma Ka Parich, because as long as it has the name Tuma, there's no difference whether we're talking about the person being Tomei or the animal being Tomei. So that's one terrence. That's one approach. That's one answer. Viva Yasema. Or if you want, you can give another answer. To explain the Bryson. Seifanami Batumas Bosar. Maybe the end of the Bryson is not dealing with Tumas Gavra. We're not dealing with the person be, uh, being Tame. Rather, we're dealing with the meat being Tame. And what do we mean when we say it doesn't apply to all carbon? It's, I, what was our question? By any carbon, the person is not allowed to partake of it. See, if you're dealing with the. Uh, uh, if you're dealing with the Tumas Basar, doesn't that apply everywhere? What does it mean does it apply to all carbonas? It means the Ilu Vachim, because by all other carbonas, Bain Shinitma Khelev Ubasar Kayam. Whether it's the Khelev that became Tomei, uh, let's say the just the forbidden fats that's forbidden for meat to eat, but is being makrav on the Mizbeach, the meat is still okay. Bain Shinitma Basar Vachelev Kayam, or whether the meat became Tomei and the part that's burned on the Mizbeach is okay. Zerik Adam, the halacha is the Kayan is still allowed to do Zerikas Adam, he's still allowed to sprinkle the blood. However, when it comes to the halacha of the Karban Pesach, guess what? You know what the halacha is 
nitma chelev ubasar kayam, if the chelev becomes tomei and the meat is still tahar, right? Only part of it touched the tuma, the other part is still here. Zerek Adam granted the Kayan sprinkles the blood, however, by a Karban Pesach, which the Iker part of the Karban Pesach is the eating of the person, to eat it at the Pesach Seder, guess what? Imnitma Basar. If, let's say, the meat that the person is supposed to eat becomes Tomei, the Chayl of Kayam, even if the Chayl that's burnt on the Mizbeach remains Tahar, Enai Zerek Adam, the blood does not get sprinkled because the on the Mizbech, because the Iker, the main thing that we need over here is the meat. And if the meat became Tomei, there's no longer um, a, there's no longer a halacha to sprinkle the blood. The blood is no longer allowed to be sprinkled unless there's enough meat, the Arashi explains, like the shear of a Kazayis, that the size of an olive. Frek the Gemara v'mayu kimta. So we gave two potential answers to understand the contradiction. How are we taka establishing the b'risa? According to this, we're understanding where the meat of the carbon Pesach became tome. Now, if the meat of the carbon Pesach became tome, let's say the end of the b'risa, let's see if the next halacha would work out with this circumstance of the meat being tome. And what was the halacha? Donin dovar we're learning out something where there is no, we'll call, exclusion. There's no exception to the rule. From somewhere where there, where, we learn out something where there is an exception to the rule. From something where there is no exception to the rule. How so? Because the halacha is, a person without a bris mila can never have a carbon Pesach. There's no exception to that. And we're learning it out from something where there is an exception, as opposed to proving from Tumma, where sometimes there is an exception to the rule, and we're about to explain, um, I, I should say, we, we came across this yesterday, actually, where the, the halacha, when most of Klal Yisrael is Tameh, when a majority of Klal Yisrael is Tameh, then everybody who's Tomei is allowed to eat and partake of a carbon Pesach. So granted, the Torah says in RL, or a Tomei person may not eat, but there's exceptions to this rule. If majority of Klal Yisrael, if majority of Klal Yisrael is Tomei, then a Tomei person is permitted to partake of the carbon Pesach. Sharei Hutra Mechlola. So Bimai, when is, the, uh, when is that true that there's a Toma where you have uh, where you have an exception, Ilema, if you're going to say top of Amud base, with Tomas Basar, that we're dealing with Toma of meat, Hechahotra, where are you going to find that it's allowed when you have most people who become Tomei? The halacha is by a general carbon, you're still not allowed to eat the meat. Elapshita, but Tomas Gavre, rather, the Bryson must be dealing with the people being Tomei, the Hechahotra Machlala. And where do you have an exception? That is the Bitsibor. That's by a Korban Pesach. When you have a Tzibor, when a whole congregation becomes Tomei, so then the halacha is that you're allowed to bring your Korban. So depending on how many people are actually Tomei, decides whether a Korban Pesach could be brought. So there's circumstances that surround this halacha. There are exceptions. 
Reisha betumas basar, sefer betumas gavre. So now you're going to explain one half of the brisa, referring to the tumas chefza, referring to the tuma of the meat, and the other part is referring to the tuma of the person. Answer the Gemara in shame tuma kaparich. Yeah, it's not, it's not a problem. The, all, the Gemara is answering a general rule, and that is that usually we want a Mishnah or Brisa to be consistent from beginning to end. If this is the case in the, in the first halacha, we're going to assume that's the case in the second halacha as well, unless the Mishnah tells me otherwise. So the, Gemara is, the, the Gemara was bothered. According to our explanation, why is one half of the Mishnah coming out with Tameh on the meat and the other half of the Mishnah is going to be discussing Tumba of the person. That's a different story. Answers the Gemara at this point, no, that's not called a different story. As long as it has the name Tumma, there's no difference whether it's Tumma of the person or Tumma of the meat. That's not called changing. That word is consistent enough to not be bothered by, ah, there's a change. No, we're dealing with Tumma. Who's Tumma? What's Tomei? Doesn't matter. As long as you understand the Brisa, doesn't matter. It's not, a, it's not an issue for it to be changed. The Yisema, one final answer to this discussion. Kula Tomas Basar, really you could say the whole Brisa is dealing with Tomas Basar. The Hecha Hotra, and where is it Mutter? Where do you ever find if the meat itself, before we're talking about if most of the people are Tomei, right? Most people become Tomei, you can still bring a carb, Pesach, and eat it. Where do you find that if the meat becomes Tomei, you're allowed to eat it. Betumas Pesach, the Tanan, Pesach Abba Betuma. Taka, if people bring a carb Pesach Betuma, Nechab Betuma, Shaloi Ba, Mitchilosai Ella Le Achila, because if the people are tame anyway, and the whole purpose is to eat it, so even if the meat becomes tame, it is mutter for them to eat. Think about it. I'm tame. I'm now allowed to eat from my carb Pesach. As soon as I touch it to pick it up to eat it, guess what happens to the meat? Tummy. So if I can eat it in a state of tumma, because majority of uh, the tzibur is tummy, it must be that we're dealing with tumas chefza as well. And you have exceptions when it comes to the meat being tummy, I'm still permitted to eat it. Okay. End of that discussion. Let's go back to the first discussion of today's daf, which was the rule of Hayil, right? The discussion with Rav Chista. Do we say Hayil? So we brought the, previously, just to remind ourselves, previously on the daf, we learned that in RL, that's part of a Karbam Pesach, so we had a Machloikas, if you have them in mind. Does he mess things up? Either yeah or no. And we thought that the Shaila is about, do we say us, Hayl, since he can end up circumcising himself, so it's not a problem, right? That was one case of Hayl. Then we got on to a discussion about baking on Yom Tif or after Yom Tif. Do you get Malkus or not? Either you get Malkus, because the bottom line is you baked on Yom Tif or after Yom Tif, that's a lav in the Torah. Or you don't get Malkus, because Hoel, since people, guests, may show up towards the end of Yom Tif and eat your food, you ended up retroactively cooking for Yom Tif, and therefore it's all okay. Alright, that was the two halachas of Hoel. Let's ask Akasha. 
the son of Rav Yeshua asked a challenging question. If you have a carbon Pesach that is over a year old, we mentioned this in passing two days ago. One of the halachas of a carbon Pesach, and the reason why I mentioned it in passing is because, remember, I gave the case of a carbon Pesach that was shechted on Hanukkah. And one of the things I pointed out is that you set it aside, sukkis, let's say. You had a beautiful baby born, baby Shepsala. You're like, ah, this is a beautiful, I'm going to save this as my carbon Pesach. You decide that on sukkis. And then you shecht your carbon Pesach on Hanukkah. There's a, the reason why I gave that as an example is because the halacha of a carbon Pesach is that the animal needs to be within a year of age. Par ben bakar. I'm sorry, not a par ben bakar. That means a, a, a bull from cattle. But it's got to be a ben shana. Ben shana means within a year. It's not allowed to be too old. Some, there's, interestingly, we haven't gotten into the nitty gritty of this yet, but the, in Shas, but there's different ages of different karbanas. Okay? The age of a carbon Pesach needs to be within a year. So what we're going to discuss now is what happens if I set aside a carbon within a year to be a Pesach, but then by the time that I actually brought it as a Pesach, it was too old. Okay? So Pesach you have a carbon Pesach, that's, that's, uh, that's time has passed. And a person shechts it bizman on the proper day for a carbon Pesach. And also a person, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that shechts other types of karbanas, l'shem Pesach, on Erev Pesach. So you take a shlomim and you shecht it. It was already set aside to be a shlomim. You shecht it on Erev Pesach, l'shem Pesach. Both cases, Rebbe Leezer, Paiso, Rebbe says no good. Too old? Not a kosher carbon. It was set aside previously to be something else. It's not a kosher carbon. Rabbi Shua Machshir. Rabbi Yezir says no good. Rabbi Shua says it is good. Okay? Let's explain why they argue. You'd think the big chiddish over here is that it is good. How can it be good? It's too old. How can it be good? So here we go. The reason why it would be possible in Erev Pesach if it's too old or it's the wrong sh- or uh, originally was set aside for something else is because I shechted on the 14th day in Kosher. It seems to imply that if I would take this animal that's set aside to be a carbon Pesach and it's two years old and I shechted on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, it's still okay. To be a shlomim, let's say. But am I? Why is that true? Name a hoyo bismanai puzzle. Why don't we say hoyo? Since if I would have shechted on Arab Pesach, it would be puzzle. Shaloi bismanai nami puzzle. Now that I shechted on a different time, it should also be puzzle. Use the rule of hoyo. Lefir of Chista. You hold of hoyo, use it. Amar of Papa. Rav Papa says, shiny awesome, that uh, there it's different. Amar Krav. Amar Tam Zevach Pesach. Who are you going to say? This is a carbon Pesach, which means. 
it's got to be in the same circumstance, in the same condition that it, at the time that you shecht it, it needs to be in the same condition or same set of circumstances as the time where I set it aside to be a carbon Pesach. Meaning it can't be shechted l'shem shlomim. Another carbonus can't be shechted l'shem carbon Pesach. Bismanai hu posu l'shem acherim. And therefore, when it's bismanai, if you shechted on Erev Pesach, that's when it's posu, if you shechted l'shem shlomim and acherim tzulim l'shmoi. But shaloi bismanai, let's say I shecht, remember what was the halacha? If I take a carbon Pesach and I shechted on Chanukah l'shem shlomim, we said that was taka kosher. The fact that I did it wrong helped me out. If you shecht other carbonas for its sake, it'll be valid for it as well. A little bit of a story. Rav Simlai also came to Rav Eichinon. Rav Simlai came in front of Rav Eichinon. Omar Lei. And he said to Rav Eichinon, Nisni limar sefer yuchsin. Please teach me the sefer yuchsin. Okay, this is... Rashi explains a uh, uh, Bryce's. He wants to learn, uh, you know, a safer on Bryce's. Amar Rabbi Echanan, who uh, lived in Eretz Yisrael, he says to Rav Simlai, where are you from? Amar mi Lud. He says, I come from Lud, city in Eretz Yisrael. Echan Musalach. All right, that's where you're from originally. Where do you live now? He says, Ben Arda. I live in Bava. I live in Arda. I can't teach you the Sefer Yuchsin because you lived in, uh, you uh, were raised in Lud and now you live in Narda. So now you got two things against you. <laughs> yeah. If, if you uh, only be Lud, I couldn't teach you. If you only be Narda, I couldn't teach you. Now that you're both, I certainly can't teach you. However, Rev Simlai um, convinced them. Now Rashi explains the reason why the people of Narda and Lud were not uh, allowed to be taught Sefer Yuchsin is because the name Yuchsin is the word Yichus. Okay? It's how to establish Yichus. They happened to be, it, it happened to be that these two cities, Narda and Lud, were. Um, Places where people's yichus were not so uh, were not so straight, wasn't so clear what the yichus was, and therefore Yechonon didn't want to go there with him. He didn't want to get into this discussion of Sefer Yochsin and Torah of Simlai. Ultimately, convinced him. Now I'm I'm making this up now. I don't know, but the Gemara I'm learning just I'm learning with my son Yaakov uh, Gitten. So in the first Mishnah in Gitten, it um, it discusses. A person brings a get from Medina Sayyam to Eretz Yisrael. So there's certain, you have to say, Yeah, the Shliach who's bringing the get has to say that this get was written and signed in front of me. You don't need to say it when it's within Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara gets into, there's a homach like this, Rab and Rav as to why. But one of the places that you need to say, that you need to, the Shliach needs to say this statement is from Kfar Lud to Lud. Which is they border Kfar Lud is like a border city to Eretz Yisrael. Lud is an Israeli border city. 
Okay, so even if you bring it from two cities that are side by side, so close to the Eretz Yisrael border, you still, the Shliach still needs to say the statement of Lefanei Nechta, Lefanei Nechta. L'chaira, I'm just assuming that if people of Lud are suspected of their Yichas, maybe it's because they're like the border of Eretz Yisrael. You know, they're in Eretz Yisrael, but they're mamish like, it seems they're mamish, mamish on the edge. So maybe they were influenced by the lack of Yichas of outside. I'm not sure. All right, but let's keep reading here. Omar Lay. So Rav Samlai says, Nisne b'shloishi yarchi. Let's learn Sefer Yuchsin over three months. Shokal kola posak le. Rabbi Yechanan took some dirt and threw it at him. Omar Lay. Umabur yor de bisu de Rabbi Meir barate de Rabbi Yechanan Bruria, the wife of Reb Meir, the daughter of Chida ben Shradian, the famous Talmidah Chachama. Yeah, she used to give shir from behind the Mechitza. The famous Bruria, the Tanya Tlosma Shmaitza B'yayma, she would learn 300 halachas every day. Mitlas Me'arabase, from 300 different Tanayim. Vafilu hachila yotza yedei chavos v'tlashnin, and she wasn't able to learn Sefer Yuxim for three years. And you want to finish it in three months? <coughs> what do you think you are? It's not possible. So, Kishokyo Ozil, Omar Lei, Rebbe, Mabin Lishmai Vishaloi Lishmai. Okay, what's the difference between a Pesach that Shachted Shaloi Lishmai, Shaloi Lishmai, Laichla Vishaloi Laichla, or a Shachted for people who can and can't eat it? Why is there a difference in halacha? When you shech the Karim Pesach, L'shem Pesach, and L'shem Shlomim, it's possible. But when you shech the Pesach, L'shem, people who are Tomei and people who are Tar, people who are Arelim, people who are not Arelim, it's still okay. Why? Since you're a Yeshiva Bukhar, Tava Emalach, I'll teach you. It seems they never learned Sefer Yuchsim. When it comes to Lishmai and Shalai Lishmai, Psulai Begufai. The problem is the Kayan had a wrong machshaba in the actual animal. He's looking at the animal, which is supposed, which he's having in mind. This this animal is a Pesach. This animal is a Shlamim. Therefore. The halacha is, it is puzzle. But when the the shaykhit, the one shakhtin the carbon has in mind, for people who can eat and people who can't eat, he's not thinking about the carbon, it's not a psul in the carbon, it's not an issue in the body of the carbon, it's rather an issue in the people, and that's not as big of an issue. And by you you can't be mavarer the iser, okay? You can't you can't clarify and differentiate which part is aser laichla v'shalay laichla v'eshlavari zure. But let's say you say like this: you shecht an animal. You say this is a pesach, this is a shlamin. Which which part of the carbon is a pesach? Which part of the animal is a pesach? On which part is a shlamin? We don't know. You can't differentiate. However, when a person has in mind the same people who can eat and people who can't eat, 
Isn't it clear afterwards who can and can't eat? Avada. And also the Shmai Vishalai, the Shmai applies throughout all four Abaydas. It only applies like we learned previously to the sprinkling. Or by Karban Pesach, it's the Shita. That he says when you have psul beguf, when you have an issue with the body and you cannot clarify which part is aser chadamilsi, it's actually one issue. Meaning the Why did we say that the, that there's a psul on the guf mishom the efsher levari surai the issue of it being a psula guf is that if I shech this animal l'shem Pesach and l'shem Shlomim when I look at the animal afterwards what am I saying? A Pesach or a Shlomim? Both. You can't say the front half is a Pesach, the back half is a Shlomim and therefore the whole carbon is a problem. Since the issue is in the body of the carbon, because I had in mind l'shem Pesach and l'shem Shlomim so the whole, I, I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know what carbon I have here in front of me. As opposed to when I have the messed up shechita, l'shem, people who are fit and people who are unfit, guess what? Afterwards, it's very clear who's fit and who's not fit. Since I can differentiate and clarify who actually is permitted to be part of this carbon and who's not permitted, therefore we could be lenient. As a, again, to reiterate, as opposed to when the psul is in the body of the animal itself, and you have in mind two carbonis, forget it. You still don't know which carbon you are looking at, and that's why it's a bigger issue. Just to wrap up this story of Rav Simlai, who came to Rabbi Echenon. Back to the book of Yochsin. Amar Rami Bar Yudah, Amar Rav. Rami Bar Yudah says the name of Rav. From the day that the book of Yochsin was hidden. The power of the Chachamim became weakened. And the light of their understanding of Torah, Rashi explains, was dimmed. Once the Sefer Yuchsin, which was full of all these brises of clarity, and particularly focused on Yichus, once that was put away, a lot of chachma for Tamidei Chachamim were, was put aside. Omar Marzuch, Marzuch explains, Bein Otzel La Otzel. The, the psukim between the words of Otzel and Otzel, Te'ina Arba Magamli Didrosha, they need 400 camels to carry all of the droshas. Okay, now, I just want to point out, um, the word Otzel to the word Otzel is one parak apart. It's one chapter apart. And Rashi says it's the Otzel Shisha Banim, Ela B'nai Otzel. These are the, referring to the children of Otzel, referring to their, their Yichus. And in this, in this uh, one parak, in this one chapter, between Parakhes and Parakhes, you would need the amount of Chachma needed to understand one parak of Nach was 400 camel loads of papers. Okay? Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, this is a brand new discussion. We're going to pick up Bezdashem from here on Matzi Shabbos. 
at 6.30, but let's finish the daf to give ourselves a head start, and then we'll repeat it. Tani, we learned in the Braise. Achirim, 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 say. Achirim literally means others, okay? Sometimes it's, uh, uh, well, well, we'll discuss, but right now we're going to call a person by the name of Achirim. If a person um, first thought about somebody who had a bris milah when he shechted the carbon pesach, and then he thought about somebody who did not have a bris milah, the halacha is it's kosher because you started out with a person who's fit for the carbon. They had a bris milah, But if you started out your 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 avoda of the pesach for people who did not have a bris milah, and then you started thinking about people who did have a bris milah. Then puzzle. It's going to be puzzle. the kosher. What's the difference? If the problem is that in order to make something puzzle, you need to think about only people who don't have a bris milah. So Even if I started out with an RL and then I ended up with somebody who had a bris milah, it should be kosher. Because kula arla be'inam valeka, it's only a problem if the entire time you had in mind somebody without a bris mila. Answers the Gemara: Lema kasavri acherim ena l'shchita ela b'soif. Maybe you're going to say the main part of the shchita, and I think this is what Yale was referring to, which is why I want, wanted to start this, and we're going to hold it here. This is the beginning of the answer. But what what uh, Rabiel pointed out a few minutes ago is that. You start your shechita at a Karban Pesach, right? And then all of a sudden you switched over to a shlomim. First of all, not only how does that happen, but second of all, isn't there going to be one point of the shechita where it gets the name shechita? It might take you three seconds to move the knife across, but it's only a split moment that the animal's dying. When you cut the majority of the trachea and the esophagus, the two simanim, right? You cut, boom, that's the shita. So my mindset before that point doesn't matter, and my mindset after that point doesn't matter. So just look at the boom. Just look at that split moment and who changes their das. Either you're thinking about it or you're not. It's like a, 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 it's a 20th of a second. Right? It either is or it isn't. So this that we're saying, oh, you started out, you ended off, what we're going to start answering is that perhaps Acherim has an approach that the, it's only called the Shechita towards the end. And if it's only called the Shechita towards the end, guess what? It doesn't matter what you're thinking about earlier. I started out thinking about an RL and now I ended up being a Kusher. Gewaldik. Because the fact that I started out with an RL didn't matter because that wasn't the point of boom, of Kusher Shechita. And if I start out with, with a kosher and end up with an arrow, maybe that's why it's puzzle. Bezajem will pick up again from here uh, tomorrow evening on Matzi Shabbos.